Masechet Nazir Daf Yod Zayin. We're in the middle of a machloket between Rabbi Yochanan and Resh Lakish about someone who is in a cemetery and while he's in the cemetery says, I, I am a Nazir. Uh, does the Nazirut take effect or not? Rabbi Yochanan says it does and therefore he is prohibited from drinking wine and cutting his hair. Whereas Resh Lakish says uh, he, it does not take effect. While he's in the cemetery, he has to leave the cemetery and then say, all right, now I'm ready to take upon my Nazirut. But until he says something, uh, he is not yet a Nazir, and so he can uh, drink wine. Um, so that's our understanding of the Machloket right now. We already uh, challenged Resh Lakish from two sources, and we're continuing that line of questioning from Rabbi Yochanan against the Resh Lakish, and now we're going to see four more challenges. We'll have six altogether. Uh, I like to have seven, is um, uh, uh, often found that there are seven challenges, but uh, in this case, um, I only see six of them. Okay, anyway, there is no difference between a someone who is Tameh, we'll assume Tameh Lamet, who became a Nazir, to someone who was ta- a regular a Nazir, who was Tahor, and became Tameh, they're going to have the same consequences. Ela, she Tameh, she Nazar, she Vi'i, she Lo, Ole, Lo, Liminyan, Ve Nazir Tahor, she Nitma, En, she Vi'i, she Lo, Ole, Lo, Minhaminyan. So this Padaita says the only difference between them is that uh, someone who was already Tameh when he declared himself to be a Nazir, well, of course, his counting is not going to start until he's Tahor, and since he's Tameh Met, he's going to sprinkle himself on the third and seventh day, go to the Mikveh on the seventh day, and then he can begin immediately. That seventh day can already start counting as day number one. Whereas a regular Nazir who was Tahor and became Tameh, that's a problem. He can't start counting on the seventh day because he has to bring korbanot on his eighth day. That's a special rule of a nazir who became tameh. He has to um, uh, uh, wait the seven days for anyone who becomes tahor from tumatmet. On the seventh day, he shaves his hair. On the eighth day, he brings korbanot. Only on the eighth day can he start counting. Okay, so uh, that's the braita. Here's the proof. If resh lakish, you say that the nizirut does not automatically take effect. Um, in other words, according to Rabbi Yochanan, he is a Nazir, even while he's in the cemetery, and it's hovering and waiting. That was the language we used yesterday. And as soon as he leaves the cemetery, becomes Tahor, then automatically the Nazirut rests on him, and he can start counting when he's Tahor. So that's why on the seventh day, automatically the count starts. But according to you, Rishakish, you said that, the Nizirut is in abeyance. It's paused because it never takes effect. Um, and not, not even paused. Actually, it never takes effect until he says, all right, now I'm ready to, to take upon myself Nizirut. Not, it's not automatically when he leaves or even when he becomes Tahar, only when he says so. So why should the seventh day automatically count? Right from here, this Padaita sounds like the seventh, that's the only difference between them, whether the seventh day automatically starts or he has to wait till the eighth day. But according to Yudah Shakish, that's not the main, the main difference is that if he is be declared himself an Azir while Tameh, then he has to explicitly say, I am ready to now begin my Nazirut that never even started yet. 
Okay, so therefore, this is a big, big challenge to Resh Lakish, or at least our understanding of Resh Lakish. And because of that, now we're going to reframe the whole Machloket. Amar Mor Bar Rav Asheh, Mechal Kule Amala Peligi Dehaila, Elaki Peligi Lemilkeh. So, Amor Bar Rav Asheh explains, actually, everyone agrees, Resh Lakish also, that the Nezirut does apply, even while he's in the cemetery, says, had any Nazir, he does become a Nazir, and he's prohibited from drinking wine and cutting his hair. Rather, the Machloket is about whether he deserves lashes should he drink wine and cut, uh, and cut his hair. Rabbi Yochanan Sabad Kevan Dachayla Lakeh, Reshakir Sabad La Lakeh Vechayla. Rabbi Yochanan says, since it applies, he even would get lashes. Whereas Reshakir says, no, he does not get lashes. But it does it does take a, it does take effect, right? There are many cases where um, something's of a lesser degree prohibition, and so it's prohibited, but you don't get a punishment for it. Um, but in fact, he would be a nazir automat- at that time automatically, and that would explain this, uh, the Braita here why the counting starts immediately, automatically on the seventh day for Resh Lakish also, because he does he is called a nazir. He doesn't have to say anything again. All right, good. Now, based on this new understanding of the Machloket, Rabbi Yochanan is going to ask further questions to Resh Lakish, the first one, from our very Mishnah. Even though we, we asked about it already um, on the previous staff, now we have to bring it up again um, because... It's different in this new understanding of Resh Lakish. Then our Mishnah taught that someone is a who was in a cemetery and said, I'm going to be a Nazir. I am a Nazir. And even if he stays there for 30 days, we don't count any of those days towards his 30. And furthermore, he does not have to bring a korban on becoming Tameh. Um, uh, only if he was Tahor and he becomes Tameh, then that cancels out all the days that he had before and he has to bring a korban. But here, because he never got even up to day one, that gets counted and start because he's in the cemetery the whole time, he does not bring a korban. Now, Reshakish makes an inference. Korban tumahu de la maiteha milkalake ale. The Mishnah only says that he doesn't have to bring a korban. The inference from that is that, but other consequences would apply, and he would get lashes if he drank wine. Um, otherwise, the Mishnah should have said that he doesn't bring uh, korban and he doesn't get lashes. So you see from there that he should get lashes. That's what I say to Biochanan says. But Eshakish can answer, you're right. Really, the Mishnah could, should have said that he doesn't bring a korban and he also doesn't get lashes. Reshakish explains the reason why the Mishnah left out lashes at the beginning that he doesn't get lashes is because it wanted to make parallel the sefa, <clears throat> that case is where he goes out, he, he leaves the cemetery and comes back in later, um, where he that would start count, he would start counting his days because he left, and if he then 
uh, is tahor and goes back in, he does have to bring a korban for tum'ah. So I wanted to contrast the resha and the sefa. Resha, no korban. In the sefa, yes, he brings a korban. So that's why it says in the resha that in the, he does not bring a korban tum'ah. And uh, it does not talk about lashes because... Lashes is not the subject matter of this Mishnah. Mishnah wanted to point out a contrast between bringing a korban or not bringing a korban if you were tameh the whole time or if you become tameh. In fact, there would be a difference um, uh, regarding lashes according to Desh Lakish that someone who was in the cemetery the whole time and drank wine would not be again would not get lashes whereas if he left the cemetery became tahor and then drank wine certainly he would get lashes because then his tumah fully starts. Um, but that's not the that's not the point of the Mishnah. It just wants to bring a parallelism and not bring every single consequence. Okay, by the way, you see that Rabbi um, Yochanan asked Resh Lakish a question. This is the second version of it, according to the new understanding of Mor Baravasheh, who was a very late Amorah. So the question is, which question did Rabbi Yochanan actually ask Resh Lakish? The version on the previous staff or the version here? Right? He could only, Rabbi Yochanan himself only could have asked one of them. Now what you can see from here is that uh, the Gemara doesn't necessarily have a tradition about what exactly Rabbi Yochanan asked uh, but rather, as uh, uh, happens often, uh, it's the later Gemara that is saying Rabbi Yochanan could challenge Resh Lakish based on this Mishnah, right? Uh, or we even have a tradition Rabbi Yochanan did challenge him, but we may not have a, an, or, a, a tradition on the exact language of that Rabbi Yochanan used, or even that he actually did, right? These are questions that are uh, said for him, and sometimes the Gemara will use language like that, right? Rabbi Yochanan could say, so even when it says Rabbi Yochanan did tell Resh Lakish, um, this is, the point is that this is an argument that Resh Lakish would have, could have, maybe did have, doesn't matter if he actually did or not, um, but that he would challenge Resh Lakish and Resh Lakish would have an answer. Okay, um, so that was number four. This is now the fifth challenge. We also already uh, had this baraita that there's no difference between some a nazir who was tame lamet who became a nazir to someone who was tahor and became tame as we just read this in the beginning of this stuff, that uh, someone who was Tameh um, and became a Nazir, um, or he has to wait seven days because he's Tameh, but the seventh day, since he doesn't have to bring Korbanot, it's just becoming Tahor from Tumatmet. So the seventh day, once he finishes, goes to the mikveh, he can count that as day number one for the nazirut. Whereas a nazir who was tahor, who became tameh, he has to bring korbanot on the eighth day. So he cannot start recounting until the eighth day. That's the end of the Braita. Halamalkot Zeva Shavin. So we can infer from this that the only difference between them is when you start counting, uh, but they would be the same in all other regards, including regarding lashes, that both of them would get lashes, right? Certainly someone who was Tahar and drank wine uh, while he was Tahar, independent of whether he became Tameh afterwards or not, um, he would get lashes. Um, even while he's Tameh, he would get lashes because he already started his Nizirut, every, certainly that. And now you're saying there's no difference. So you see there's no difference between someone who was Tahor and became Tameh. He gets lashes if he drinks wine. So too, someone who was Tameh the whole time should get lashes, right?
No, this Mishnah Reshakish said is not talking about all the similarities and all the differences, but rather focusing on just a few of them. And uh, it's saying that there is a difference in when they start counting. That is a difference. And so in what way are, the sa- are they the same? They're the same regarding sha- uh, uh, shaving. Both of them have to shave um, on the seventh day. Right? It doesn't matter uh, if it was Tahor and it became Tameh. Certainly, that's part of the ritual. He has to shave his head on the seventh day and bring Korbanot on the eighth day. And so too, someone who was Tameh the whole time when he became a Nazir, he also has to shave on that day, on the seventh day. Now, this is actually open to question, and on the uh, towards the end of the today's daf, we're going to ask this very question. It's actually not clear that someone who was tameh when they started nizirut has to shave on the seventh day of his purification. But right now, we're assuming that he does. And so the point is that that's the difference, right? That's why it says, and Ben, there's no difference. No, his point is that here is one difference, and uh, that implies there is a similarity. But I'm not telling you all the similarities. Um, and, uh, and in fact, uh, there, there could be um, uh, there could be more than one, the more than one difference. Okay. So now, for Rabbi Yochanan, we're going to challenge Rabbi Yochanan further and say, wait a second. So that there is a difference between them um, regarding when they start counting, um, but the, uh, but there's also a difference between them regarding lashes. That the one who was Tameh. Uh, the whole time does not get lashes. One of the becomes tameh does get lashes. If that is also a difference, litniyeh. So put that in, right? What? Why? Why are you telling me that? Uh, oh, this only mentioning one difference and one similarity. What if there's more differences? Put that in also. And the answer is betakante kamaire bekilkule la kamaire. Okay, we're listing the similarities and differences in one area regarding how to fix. A this nazir when he wants to become tahor, okay. During that process, at the end of this period, and when he wants to become tahor, um, so uh, there is a similarity in that they both have to shave on the seventh day, and there is a difference in that uh, one can start counting on the seventh, one cannot start counting until the eighth. So it's focusing on that, not telling us all the difference differences, and it's not telling talking about the differences in terms of kilkul of something that's detrimental. That if he had drank uh, drunk wine. Uh, during that time period, does he get lashes or not? That's a different. That's a different topic of a, of a problem that he has, and does he get a punishment uh, for it or not? In fact, there is a difference there also, according to Reshlakish. But this this Baraita is only talking about his purification process and what he has to do and when he can start counting. Good. Um, now the sixth and last challenge, Tashema. Mishaya Tameh Venazar. Asula Galech Vadishtot Yain. Vim Gilech Vishata Yain. Vintmalan Metim. Hareze Sofegeta Arbaim. Tiyuv Tahaz. Going to be a final challenge. A bright that's also found in the Tosefta. To someone who was Tameh uh, while they became a Nazir is not allowed to. Uh, shave or drink wine. If he did, but the avad shave and drink wine, or became tamelamet 
they do get lashes. So there you go. This is a conclusive proof that the halakha is like Rabbi Yochanan, even though he was Tameh at the time that he made t- took upon himself a Nizirut, the Nizirut does apply, and it applies fully uh, to the extent that he does get lashes, and Resh Lakish uh, does, not have a, um, can, does not have an answer to this question. We now continue with a, a related question. Ba'irava, Nazir behu bebeta kevarot. Mahu, ba'ishihiyah lemalkot or la. For background, we need to, we're comparing, we're going to be comparing Nazir in the cemetery to another case of someone who is Tahor, who enters the Beta Mikdash area and becomes Tameh accidentally while he is there. That halacha is that if he runs out immediately, he's all right. He only gets a punishment if he remains there, loiters in uh, in the Bet Mikdash while he's Tameh for the amount of time necessary to prostrate oneself. Right? How long does that take to lie all the way down flat and get up? Let's say it takes thirty seconds. Right. So if he if he uh, jump leaves right away, he's all right. If he remains there thirty seconds, then he uh, he will receive a punishment. Um, now, that's, so that, that halacha we know. Ravah is asking, what about a nazir? A nazir, if he's outside the cemetery, a tahor nazir, the second he entered the, enters, the, enters the cemetery, he becomes tameh, and he is liable, all the consequences of a nazir becoming tameh. That we know. But there, here's the, now the question is, a parallel case. Uh, someone who is not a nazir, he enters a cemetery. He's in the cemetery. And he says, I want, I had any nazir. He takes upon himself to be a nazir. That's why it's related to the discussion before. Here the question is, um, he will deserve malkot. Is that only if he remains there for 30 seconds, then he deserves malkot? Similar to the person who became Tameh in the Bet HaMikdash, or is this case different? And um, even if, even after one second, just being a Nazir, being in the cemetery, he's already liable to Malkot immediately. So that's his question, Nazir. While he's in the Beta Kevarot, does he need to remain there in order to receive lashes? Or even if he's there for less than 30 seconds, he also gets lashes. Okay, now we're going to first going to clarify the question. If you're talking about a case where there are uh, uh, two other people, there, witnesses, and they warn him and they say, don't become a Nazir, then certainly he would not have to have await uh, the, the lingering period. Uh, why? Because a Nazir himself, how come he does, we don't require that a Nazirus Tahod who enters into, the, into a cemetery, we don't require him to be there for 30 seconds, even for one second, he, he gets punished. Um, because we, because people are there that are giving him a warning. And here also there are people giving him a warning, right? So if there's people that are giving him a warning, um, uh, if he's doing, if he's there and people see him, they give him a warning, then it should be no time at all, right? I guess we're assuming that the people know him and he's like, hey, listen, I've been thinking about being a Nazir. They tell him, no, no, don't be, don't say you're a Nazir, you're in the cemetery. He goes and does it anyway. So that should require no uh, that, that should not require uh, uh, an amount of time for lingering. He should get lashes right away. Rather, Rava's question really would only apply if 
he entered into the, uh, the, the cemetery inside a chest or a box or a cabinet uh, such that it's big enough that it does not, uh, the person inside is protected from Tum'ah. And then someone else without knowledge of the of the guy inside who became a nazir see so far the guy didn't do anything all right he's inside this let's say, call it today he's in a truck right he's inside a truck so he's protected and uh, the tumah does not enter into the truck because there is a barrier and so while he's in the cemetery he's in the truck and so he's permitted he can say i'm going to be a nazir and then someone comes and opens uh let's say there's a trap door in the truck on the on the floor and he opens it up and now there's no barrier and the tuma enters so he didn't do it himself on purpose he didn't even have knowledge about it um uh, and uh so in that case uh that's what we're talking about uh, uh and the two sides are when we learn the law of lingering is that only in the beta mikdash in the beta mikdash when you're there already, you were Tahod, and then by mistake you became Tameh, someone came and touched you, whatever. Um, so then you're only liable if you remain there for uh, 30 seconds. Uh, but uh, that's only a law in the Bet Mikdash. Other laws outside it does not apply to. Or maybe, in fact, it would be the same thing, right? And because this is the, the scenario where it's not like the person was in the cemetery and they warned him and he did that um, as yet anyway, there for sure he would be liable immediately. But in this case where happens to be in the cemetery, protected. He said a Nazir. He didn't do anything wrong yet. And then, for some, uh, an, an accidental way, he became uh, Tameh. Um, so then also, do we say that's well similar to uh, the Beta Mikdash, and he has 30 seconds? Or uh, is it different and that uh, leeway is only required in the Beta Mikdash, is only given the Beta Mikdash, but outside he would become Tameh right away? Teko, we leave this question standing. All right, next question. This is the question that I referred to earlier. If you have a someone who uh, became a Nazir while in the cemetery. All right, so we already saw that that at least the prohibitions of uh, of Nizirut do apply to him. It was a question whether or not the the um, the punishments are, are applied to him as well. Um, and um, he's not going to start his counting, but he doesn't have to bring korbanot. Okay, so now he's he's tameh. He's in the cemetery, and um, uh, after he leaves, he then he can become purified. He counts right three days, seven days um, to purify himself, and on the seventh day. The question is, does he have to shave his head or not? A regular Tamehmet does not have to. He gets Paraduma, third and seventh day. He goes to the Mikveh on the seventh day. A regular Tamehmet is fine. But this guy, because he is a Nazir, and already, right, some of the prohibitions apply to him. So does he, uh, he doesn't bring Korbanot, we know that. So that would be a lot of reason to say he doesn't shave, since if you don't bring Korbanot, why would you have to shave your head, right? On the other hand, maybe he does. We don't know. Okay. The two sides are um, who needs Tiglachat? Someone who was Tahor, and Nazir was Tahor, and he became Tameh because he is a full Nazir and he ruined it by becoming Tameh. So he has to uh, shave and he's going to bring Korbanot also. Uh, but someone who was Tameh the whole time, so his Nazirut does not fully kick in. 
How do, you, how do you know it doesn't fully kick in? He doesn't bring korbanot either. He doesn't. He never started counting, so he doesn't have to shave. Or maybe for shaving, there's no difference, right? Maybe there's a difference only regarding korbanot, but shaving, he has to do both. In both cases, he has to shave. All right, that's our question. Let's see if we can answer it. Tashima. From our Mishnah, once again, he became a Nazir while in the cemetery. And he, even if he stays there a long time, even 30 days, he never starts counting, not even day one. And he does not have to bring the Korbanot for a Nazir who became Tameh. We infer. Korban tumahu de la mete aval giluche ba'e. It says he doesn't have to bring Korban, but it doesn't say anything about shaving. Therefore, we can assume that yes, he does have to shave on the seventh day. Um, that's the, so that seems like a good proof, but we reject it not necessarily. In other words, they come together, right? Why would he not have to bring a Korban Tumah? Because he doesn't also doesn't have to shave. And uh, so you can uh, tell one from the other. All of the Mishnah didn't uh, mention it specifically. It doesn't have to mention everything, right? These two things imply each other. And so maybe, in fact, he doesn't have to bring Korban. Means because he doesn't also doesn't shave. All right, so no proof from there. Now, uh, second attempt. Tashima. En ben tameh shenazar le nazir tahor shenitma ela ela. Tameh shenazar shivi shelo ole lo min haminyan. Ben nazir tahor shenitma en shivi o shelo ole lo min haminyan. It's already the third time we're seeing this braita. It's good. We're getting a lot, a, lot, a lot of mileage out of it. There's no difference between um, a someone tameh who declared himself to be a nazir to someone tahor who was a nazir already and became tameh. Except that the one who was a was tameh when he became a nazir, he can start counting as soon as he becomes tahor on the seventh day. Whereas someone who was tahor and became tameh. He cannot start counting on the seventh day because he has to bring korbanot so he, on the eighth day. So he can only start counting on the eighth day. Now we infer my love had said the only difference between them is regarding when they can start counting. But it doesn't say. And also there's another, another difference that one of them shaves and another one doesn't shave. So therefore uh, we can uh, deduce that. Both of them have to shave. shave. Uh, certainly the one who was Tahor and became Tameh, he shaves on the seventh day, brings to Korbanot in the eighth day. So since it doesn't list it a difference, also someone who was Tameh and he became a Nazir in the cemetery um, would also have to shave on the seventh day. Is that a good uh, proof? La halmakot ze ha lemalkot shavin. No, when it's saying that they are that they, this is the only difference, that's not to include every single difference. It just wants to contrast the the start starting to count with another way in which they are the same. That in that they both get lashes. In fact, both cases, someone who was Tameh or someone who was Tahor, um, uh, if they be, someone says, I'm a Nazir um, in the cemetery and uh, therefore he is Tameh, would also get lashes. So yeah, that's uh, that's a way in which the same. So it's contrasting this similarity with this difference of do they start counting the new one on the seventh day or eighth day. But this was not talking about shaving at all.
So then we follow up on that about the Tiglach Ademai, Zemegalech Vezeeno Megalech. So what you're trying to, trying to tell me is that there is a difference and one shaves and one does not shave. The one who was Tahor and became Tameh shaves. The one who was Tameh the whole time does not shave. Litniyeh. So include it. If you just said En Ben, there's no difference between them except, so give two exceptions. Talk about them both if in fact that is a difference. Um, uh, and the fact that it doesn't say that means that they should be, must be the same. And the answer Indeed, they are different, and the difference of regarding shaving is already included in the difference that it talks about. The this baraita is talking about what happens on the seventh and all the related consequences of what happens on the seventh. So, therefore, the baraita only needs to say that uh, one counts and one doesn't count on the seventh day, and you can figure out from there that. The one who uh, uh, does not start counting on the seventh day, why not? Because he has to bring a korban on the eighth day. Along with the korban on the eighth day, also comes shaving on the seventh day. This one package deal. So shaving on the seventh day, bring korban on the eighth day, therefore you can only start counting on the eighth day. Whereas the one who was tameh the entire time, he can start counting on the seventh day. Why? Because he doesn't bring a korban on the eighth day. If he doesn't bring a korban, he also does not shave on the seventh day. So that's why it doesn't have to mention specifically that there is a difference between them regarding uh, shaving because that's already included. We're talking about the difference of the seventh, counting the seventh, and all the related matters that will go along with the package of whether you count on the seventh or not. All right, so there is again a no proof, and now we're going to see one more proof. This is go uh, on this stuff is going to be a long one from the following beraita Tashema Enli ela yemeh tumato shen olin lo min haminyan yemeh hiluto minayin. Okay, we're now comparing uh, the time period when a nazir is tamel lamet to a time period when a nazir is tahor lamet, but tameh as a mesora, and there is even though they're both tameh. And th those days uh, do not uh, count uh, towards up to whatever. If he's 30 days, they don't count towards the 30. Um, so, um, that, so we know that when he's Tameh, the, those days that while he's Tameh Lamet do not count towards, his, uh, uh, towards the tally. In fact, they actually cancel out everything that came before. Um, all right, so we know that's true for Tameh Met. But what about Chiluto means when he is confirmed to be a mesora. Maybe we should count them. How do you know that you don't count those days? Uh, in fact, the is that they pause, right? If he's 15 days good and becomes a, becomes a mesora, those times of mesora, let's say mesora for, you know, the purification process and all that for 10 days, just pause. And then he goes back and he continues counting 16. But how do you know you don't count those days themselves um, as uh, as part of Nazir? Because he is still a Nazir. So, Vedinhu. It's a Kavachomer. More of a comparison than the Kavachomer. But the point is that they are similar. Just like when someone is Tameh Lamet. Uh, a Nazir becomes Tamer he has to shave and bring Korbanot. And it's the same thing regarding a, a Mesora. Um, he, at the end of, when, of his, uh, when he becomes Tahor, he also has to shave. All Mesoraim have to shave and bring Korbanot. 
So look how similar they are. Therefore, they should be the same here also. Just like uh, when someone is Tamei Lamet, those days do not count towards his Nazir tally. So too, Mesoda, uh, those days do not count towards his Mesoda tally, right? Because they're the same in so many ways. All right, that's a proof that, that that's an answer. That's a proof. But then we, the Baraita con, continues and rejects that. No, you can't compare them because when someone, a Nazir is Tamei Lamet, not only don't you count those days when he's Tamei Lamet, it also cancels any days that he was a Nazir beforehand. So maybe they go together. The reason why you don't count those days as positives is because it actually cancels all the days before it. Um, so he's down to zero. So that we cannot compare that to a Mesora where when someone becomes a Nazir, becomes a Mesora, you don't cancel the days that he already did, that already was a Nazir. Those 15 days are good. They stand. You put them away. Uh, in storage until he's ready to count again. And therefore, since you don't cancel, it's not the same as Tumat Met, and maybe you should count, even though he's Tameh uh, Mesora, so what? Continue counting is Nazir. Not the same. Uh, Beraita then uh, saves itself and says, no, we can, we can bring a proof from here. Amarta. Oh, look at this. And Nazir, Bakeved just means that he's in the, not, he's not in the grave. He's in the cemetery. Um, while a Nazir is in the cemetery, and his hair is growing during that time. So even though we're not counting those days towards his... Um, um, towards his uh, Nezirut tally, still that hair that grow grows will, will count towards a 30-day hair growth, right? We saw before that um, a Nazir cannot purify and purify himself unless he has enough hair to shave, which is 30 days. So even if he's, his days finish, uh, but his hair didn't grow yet, he's going to have to wait till his hair grows. So this Nazir in the Kever, that hair that grows during that time can be used as days of gro- hair growth, uh, even though those days do not count towards his Nizirut tally. So too, so too that someone who's a Mesora, whose hair growth will not help him as a Nazir, because a uh, Mesora has to shave his head at the end of the Nizirut. So therefore, that hair that grows while he's a Mesora is not going to help him towards hair growth for a Nazir. So all the more so that those days will not count towards his Nizirut. In other words, um, so we're gonna. Now this is a is this is a kavachomer um, that uh, nazir, um, right? Don't say that uh, misora is better than a than a tamei lamet. Tamei lamet cancels everything before. That's true. That's the more severe. So maybe that's why we don't count his days. Whereas misora does not cancel the days before. But now we're saying no. We're going to turn it around and say there's a way in which a misora is actually more stringent. He's worse off than someone's tamei lamet. Someone who's tamei lamet, nazir's tamei lamet, 
that hair growth at least counts for him. Um, and yet, he, you don't count those days for Nazir. So therefore, Misorah, whose hair growth, while he's a Misorah, will not help him to shave as a Nazir, all the more so, you shouldn't count his days as a, uh, uh, as, uh, as a Misorah towards his Nazir tally. So you see, we do have, that's, uh, that's the uh, proof. Okay, now that's the end of the Braita. Here's our proof regarding shaving. My love tiglachat tum'ah. Oh, what kind of case are we talking about? Are we not talking about a case of someone who became a Nazir in the cemetery? And so he was Tamir the whole time. And when in this Kavachomit here, when it says, look, that hair growth counts towards the necessary hair growth, are we not talking about the shaving that he will have to do? Um, as a tumatmet in order to become tahor, right? Isn't that what we're talking about? And therefore, you see, there is a shaving uh, so that this person who, um, you know, he has, uh, let's say he was already, uh, uh, he was, he already had hair growth, um, but only 25 days worth of hair growth uh, before he went in the cemetery and, be- and became, uh, and became a nazir. And so he needs five more days of hair growth in order to be able to shave. And so those seven days that he's waiting to become Tahor, um, after he leaves the cemetery, of course, because he can't become Tahor while you're in the cemetery, um, so those seven days of extra hair growth will count towards the hair growth needed to shave at the end of the Tum'at Met period. That shows that someone who was a Nazir, who was always a Nazir, he became a Nazir while Tameh, does shave, right? And we answer, no, la letiglacha tahora. No, in this Kavachomer, we're talking about the shaving that one does at the end of the Nizirut period altogether. Um, so that if someone started off, uh, becoming, uh, made himself a Nazir in the cemetery, um, so, okay, this is a problem, and he's not going to start counting until after he's out. Nevertheless, the point of the hair growth is that any hair that grew while he was waiting to become Tahar in, those, in that, on that beginning, those first few days, will count as hair growth later when he finishes his nizirut and has to shave his shave his head that's what it counts for but in fact he does not shave at the end of the initial seven days of becoming tahor for tumat met and so there is in fact no proof from this baraita and now we say in fact that this uh, answer tiglacha tahara not only is it a possible reading of the baraita it's even a better reading hachinami um, mistabera makes sense to read it this way why because if you say that the Kavachomet in the Baraita uh, is talking about the hair that grows during the seven days of purification uh, before he does have to, and he does have to uh, cut his hair at the end of being purified from Tumat Met, and that's what the Baraita calls growth, which it can be counted towards that cutting at the end of seven days when it becomes tahor, well then it would not be a good parallel uh, to Yemechi Lutot, his Mesorat days. The Mesorat certainly has to cut his hair, shave his head at the end of um, his purification process of being a Mesorat. And why would you say that that 
that hair growth does not count, right? It would count. That does count towards his nizirut. And so that actually, uh, tor- that would count towards his mesorah hair growth, the, towards his hair growth needed to cut as a mesorah. So both of them would then be the same. Both of them have to grow hair so that they can cut it on the seventh day of their, at uh, the end of their purification process. And there would be no difference between them. Uh, so the fact that the uh, uh, that the Mish, that the Baraita says there is a difference between them that one can be counted one can be counted and one cannot be counted that shows we're not talking about the counting over here uh, for uh, the uh, for the tumah but rather for tahara and so he, he, it, it, this is a good reading and that which grows while a misora cannot be counted towards nezirut, um, where the final nezirut, because it's going to be cut, whereas that which grows during his purification process can count at the end of his nezirut, because he's not going to cut it at the end of seven days. So you see that this is a really a good reading and a necessary reading, and therefore this baraita would actually be a proof for the side that says that a uh, Nazir, becomes, someone who becomes Nazir in the cemetery, um, does not shave at the end of his seven days of Tum'at Met. Um, and so that actually would be a proof for that way. And we end up saying, no, it's not a proof in either direction, because you can read it also the other way, by, as follows. La tiglachat nizirut katane. When it says that the growth the of hair for a tumat mesora does not count. Um, uh, certainly, it does count for his sadat that he's gonna uh, tumat that he's gonna have to shave. The point is simply that it does not will not count at all towards his nizirut. No nizirut, not a not a not one near uh, uh, soon, and not one at the end. Whereas uh, the someone who became who was tamemet when he became a nazir, he let's say he does shave at the se- at the end of seven days. You could still make a contrast between them because that hair growth will help him towards towards his nizirut status. In that he'll 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 shave it at the end of the seven days so that he can start counting nizirut, and then uh, then he'll have to have another thirty days. Um, of hair growth uh, before the end. Um, so, in fact, they are in, in a sense parallel that they both have to shave at the end of seven days. And when the Baraita says that the the Mesorah's hair growth does not count, it just means that it doesn't count towards any help him in any Nizirut way, uh, but rather only as a Mesorah. And therefore, this Baraita is ambiguous. And so, so far, we do not have proof yet. And tomorrow we'll continue with uh, more uh, suggested proofs about whether someone who became who made himself a nazir in the cemetery and kind of not sure if he really started uh, kind of started nazirut but not fully um, he doesn't bring korbanot at the end, end of seven days but does he does he shave or not um, stay tuned for the answer.